Hello there. Welcome to the Energy Works Radio Show, episode 37, The Flow of Life. So, sometimes we compare our life to a river. The river can be flowing very fast at times or slow. Sometimes the tide is high, sometimes the tide is low. Sometimes the river is serene and still and even maybe stagnant. Other times it rushes along frantically dragging anything in its path along with it. The river has a life of its own. It's the home to small and large fish and other creatures. Its banks feed the trees and grasses that stand at the edge. So we can compare this to some aspects of our life. So sometimes in our life um, we feel high and good and, and uh you know, the tide is high and we feel like life is flowing as it should. There are other times where the tide is very low and we feel a bit uh, left high and dry. And there are other times that um, we are peaceful and quiet in a calm way and then there's other times that it's like the river isn't moving at all. And then there's other times that when we feel like the river is going so fast that we're out of control. So I was... Um, having a look on the internet and found a little uh, article uh, which I'll use some points of to help us um, get into the flow of life. And so there's, um, there's a couple of little quotes here. It says, uh, no matter how much structure we create in our lives, no matter how many good habits we build, there will always be things that we cannot control. And if we let them, these things can be a huge source of anger, frustration and stress. The simple solution, learn to go with the flow. And this is a a little um, quote here from Thick Nat's hand, and he says, smile, breathe, and go slowly. And there's an example here. They say, let's say you created the perfect, peaceful morning routine. You structured your morning so that you do things that bring you calm and happiness. And then a water pipe bursts in your bathroom, and you spend a stressful morning trying to clean up the mess and get the pipe fixed. You get angry. You're disappointed because you didn't get to do your morning routine. You're stressed from all these changes to what you're used to. It ruins your day because you're frustrated for the rest of the day. Not the best way to handle things, is it? And yet, if we're honest, most of us have problems like this, with things that disrupt how we like things, with people who change what we're used to with life, and with life and it doesn't go the way we want it to go. Go with the flow. What is going with the flow? It's rolling with the punches. It's accepting change without getting angry or frustrated. It's taking what life gives you rather than trying to mould life to be exactly as you want it to be. So another quote here, this is from Chang Su. Flow with whatever is happening and let your mind be free. Stay centred by accepting whatever you are doing. That is the ultimate. So on this uh, website here, it's called zenhabits.net and it's got 12 practical steps for learning to go with the flow. And number one says, realize that you can't control everything. So we kind of know this, but we keep wishing that we could control things. So the next one is become aware. And so we have to be an observer of our thoughts, a self-examiner. And if we can be aware that we're becoming upset, we can do something about it. So... um, some, they've suggested here to put little marks in your notebook every week, like tally marks. Every time you get up, get put a little tally. That's all. Just keep tallying. And soon, because of this little act, you'll be more aware of your anger and your frustration. The next suggestion they have is to breathe. 
So when you feel yourself getting angry or frustrated, take a deep breath, take a few. This is an important step that allows you to calm down and do the rest of the things on the list. Practice this by itself and you will have come a long way already. Already. Then they suggest to get perspective. Uh, you know, whatever happens about us get angry or upset. So he said, take a deep breath and then take a step back. And he, descri- he describes it as, uh, you know, if you're watching a movie and then the camera zooms away, you can see how much more of the world on the screen than it could be for. So it's almost like we have to do that with our life. We have to go back and, and um, you know, be almost far away from things so that it puts it into perspective. And the little things that we get upset with don't seem so big. So in a week from now, a year from now, this little incident won't matter at all. Um, the next step they suggest is to practice. So, you know, whenever we know something at the beginning, we're not very good at it. So we have to keep allowing ourselves to make mistakes and still try. And that's how we get better, just practicing. Baby steps, you know, do things in small steps. Don't don't try to become Zen master overnight. Laugh. If we can laugh at ourselves and the funny things that happen, you know, for example, when he gives uh, a car broke down in the middle of traffic and I have no cell phone or spare tire. So then you can laugh at your own incompetence or you can laugh at how silly the situation is. And that kind of requires us to be a little bit detached. So if we're too far into the situation, we can't get ourselves out. So if we, we are detached, it's a good thing. And if we can learn to laugh at these things, then we do better. The next thing they suggest is to keep a journal. And um, it says once a day you try and recall what all your tally marks were for and then write about those situations those situations, you know, why did you get upset and what were you trying to do and did it work and did it not work and, you know, sort of looking at things afterwards will help us learn from the process. Meditate. So, um, you know, just go through things in in the day. They said, you know, have a bath or a cup of herb tea or, you know, go over your day and examine it. Don't get frustrated. You're just learning. Do some breathing and go over the situation and try and see it as if you were watching from a distance. And that kind of view helps us to sort of see the learning process. Uh, it is to realise that we can't control other people. And that's, I think, that probably the biggest frustration of all. We can control ourselves, but we can't control other people. Um, and we have to accept that they're doing what they feel is right for them and they can't do what we think they should do because that's what's right for them, that's what we want from them, but it's not necessarily what's right for them. And it's hard for us to accept that we can't control people and we have to accept them for who they are, the way they do things, even if we don't like that. The next step is to accept change and imperfection. Um, When we get things the way we like them, we don't want to change them, but things will change. It's part of life, isn't it? But we can't keep the things the way they will be. We have to learn to accept them as they are and accept that the world does change. And, you know, we always want things to be perfect. So things will never be perfect. We have to be okay with that. So, it's, you know, does, does a perfect life mean ideal life? Or do we have an idea that we want the world to try and conform to? Because that's really not going to happen. So we need to see the way that the earth is. Messy, chaotic, painful, sad, dirty, and completely perfect. The world is beautiful just as it is. Life is not static, but it's a flow of change, never staying the same, always getting messier and more chaotic, 
Always beautiful. So, and this is from Bob Dylan. I accept chaos. I'm not sure whether it accepts me. So I thought that was pretty interesting. So um, that was dated from um, February 27, 2008. And I thought it was a great, um, a great example. So uh, let's clear some energy on, um, on these things. Just see if there's any questions here. No questions there. Okay. So third chakra comes up. And of course, this is about our power. Now, the third chakra is where you can bite shame and embarrassment consciousness. So we can feel embarrassed. Now, this has a generational component. Dad's dad. The feeling of yearning. Like it could be the yearning for the perfect family or yearning for normality or yearning for, you know, things helping to be. Now let's put in there, I accept the world as it is. Um, I accept myself as fuck at times. So let's add I'm aware. I'm aware in every moment. I forgive myself when I'm not. Okay. Good, so I accept the world as it is, that's strong now. I accept myself as feeling stuck at times. Um, I no longer have to be stuck. I'm okay to move forward. I am flowing. I'm aware. I'm aware in every moment. And I forget my I forgive myself when I'm not aware. Prosperity sits well with me. I appreciate the earth and its abundance. I no longer sorry, I no longer value others' views over my intuition. I'm worthy of all that I desire. Now we're going into the seventh chakra here. And we're just going to plug in the, the frequency of vetiver oil. Now vetiver oil is a very earthy, deep smell. It's the oil of centering and descent. So it helps individually in, in connecting, deeply connecting with what they think and feel. So I'm okay with what I feel. All right, now we're going into the conception vessel meridian. This has got a generational component. And it's reacting to feelings. Back to the third chakra. I no longer rely on others' opinions of me. Then it goes back to Dad's mum. And the feeling of stubbornness. It's okay if I'm right. There was a story I read about a lady that she, her and her husband were having some arguments and, um, you know, she had this great need to be right all the time. And so her and her husband kept arguing about particular things. So after a while, she realised that she had a choice. She could be right or she could be married. It was more that she wanted to be right all the time the more in timing the marriage. So she learned in the end that it was better for her to be married than to be right all the time. And so sometimes we have to be a little bit more tolerant of other people and take a step back, and that's okay. I choose goodness, light, and love. Now, part of the energy field is called the Celtic Weave, and it's damaged in the calf area. Now, this has got a generational component too from mum's side of the family, mum's dad, and the feeling of discouragement and shame. Also some 
issue from dad's dad's side of the family. And first chakra. My family or my tribe has my back. This goes back to dad. And I forgive my family when they fail to have my back. I allow my family to support me. My family give me the right support. There's also a scripture. You can apply this in your own language, whatever works for you, but it's be still and know that I am God. So it's almost like sometimes we're so busy, and I can be guilty of this too, so busy and so intense in getting everything done, that we forget to take time to stop and be still. And often there is higher help, God, universe, whoever, however you see it, is really helping us to accomplish our mission in life. But we um, often are refusing the help or not seeing the help or not allowing the help. So it's almost like we have to open our spiritual eyes and see that there is help. Now, I also noticed in the, in the Facebook group that we haven't had a, um, the, the need to be inspired. So if I say I allow myself to be inspired, that doesn't help. So that's not strong. Um, and they've mentioned here too that they feel stuck, that there's no advancement in, in all aspects, no matter how they try because of the resistance and fear. And, you know, what that saying you can lead a horse to make it drink. Sometimes we, we have to be okay that the horse doesn't want to drink yet or that we're not the right person to make the horse drink. So it's important for us to be able to move forward regardless of whether the others are moving forward around us. And they're either from us and join us or we will become separate from them because they're not ready to make that process. Yeah, so it's okay for me to move forward. I have the energy to move forward. I have enough, I have enough love to move forward. And I see here when, when a little child is learning to walk, you have people uh, standing there saying, come on, take the step, take the step, encouraging them, got their hands out ready to catch us. We almost have to see that we have people there like that. Now, whether they're on this side or on the other side doesn't really matter, but they are, are there to help us and encourage us to take the next step. And we're a bit fearful to take it that we might fall on our bottom, but you know, that's part of learning to walk. We do fall on our bottom and we just get up again and try again. I once knew a guy that was born totally normal and then when he was about six months old, he developed some problem with his circulatory system and it's basically some of his fingers and toes, the circulation didn't get through and they died and so they dropped off. So he, he had on one hand hardly any fingers and the other hand was normal and a lot of his toes were missing. And so they, his mother had been told by the doctors that he would never walk. So as a child, he would balance himself up against the lounge and try to take steps forward. And he would do this for hours and hours until he could walk. They didn't believe it was possible that he could walk because he was not having the toes to have the balance, but he could walk. And he he was a wonderful man and accomplished a lot in his life. So, you know, it's, it, it is possible to move forward if we... If we really try and we take each step that we know we need to take, we can also use essential oils to help move ourselves along, to shift the amount and help us to address things that we need to do. Okay, so another oil that's coming up now is to use wintergreen. 
Okay. Now, a little bit on the fourth chakra here. I accept others as the way they are. Love is everywhere and I allow myself to experience it. So a little bit more of dad stuff here. So, now we want to talk a little bit about relationships that we have with the parts of ourselves and with other people within our lives and other aspects of our lives. So I have a healthy working relationship with my intuition. With now, my boundaries, my resources. There are plenty of resources. A little bit more of dad stuff here. The feeling of being galled. So the opposite of being galled or grieved is like being comforted or consoled or calmed or soothed. So I allow myself to be soothed. Now, for someone who's a cranial fault, but we'll just see some emotions behind that cranial fault. The feeling of being depressed. And that goes back to dad and his dad. I'm free of frustration. I love and accept myself even when I am really frustrated. I turn my frustration into power. Okay, so we're strong now. So I guess often we see other people's lives and we can see mistakes in their own lives and often we easily see other people's mistakes more than we can see our own. So I guess the ideal person is the person that can see other people's mistakes and see that other people could do things better but still be able to accept them and let them do them in their own time and their own way no matter how slow that is. And I guess that's what we all attain to be like. So, you know, when we're frustrated, you know, put a tally mark down to the day and we can have a little think about it later. Write down our feelings about that particular experience and let go of the things that are attached to things being the way we want them to be. Okay, so I hope that helps you get into the flow of life a bit more. Um, I just wanted to have a little reminder for some of our upcoming events. Um, We'll have um, an Energy Works in Sydney, the 21st to the 23rd of May, and one in um, Brisbane from the 2nd to the 4th of June. Also in New Zealand from the 18th to the 20th in Napier, and also from the 27th to the 29th of August, we'll be um, doing an advanced Energy Works and some more on the business side of um, being a practitioner and uh, we'll be doing that in Sydney 27th to the 29th of August so if you have any desire to be involved with these things please don't hesitate to contact me and um, if you know anyone else that might, might be interested please share and as you all know you're free to share the Energy Works radio shows with, with your friends and people that uh, feel that you need it Anyway, I wish you all the best and hope that you have a really great day, whether you're starting your day or finishing your day. And um, I'll see you next week back in Sydney. Bye.